Hi, I'm Zuby from Magic with Zuby, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network. Just like the show you're listening to now, the opinions expressed are those of each individual host. Check out all other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy, brought to you by the Gunna Geek Network. Bringing you the latest nerdy news and geekdom, here are the hosts of the show. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. Naki. That was the joke, you dumbass. Willie. You are a bad person. Chris. We should probably, you know, do actual show stuff instead of talk about Willie. And sometimes some special guests. As Magneto once said, ha ha ha, welcome to die. Meat candy, woohoo. If you're a kid and listening, you rock and your parents are awful. A brand new ATGN starts in 3, 2, 1. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 269 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Sunday, July 16th, 2017, over on Geeks.Live, which means we're streaming on what? how many websites today? Mixer, nice. Twitch, Periscope, Stream.me, YouTube, and there's probably something else I'm missing. But this hodgepodge stuff is sort of working for us to stream everywhere on the internet. We're just slowly going to take over. Virus. We might take over eventually. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I mean, like, how many shows exist on a Sunday morning? It's well, not Sunday. if it's you so start cute. looking at the Gunna Geek Network calendar now, everyone's moved to Sundays, it would appear. Because there's, like, four shows on on Sundays now. Yeah, I've yeah. noticed. Everyone wants to be like us. Is that they such a problem? I know. I mean, they all suck. There's us. Then Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. is literally right after us. Then the Starling Tribune. Then Pop X cast. Come on, guys. Sunday. We, we built the Sundays. We did. I mean, we're the we're yeah. the start we're the starters. Welcome to now our hell of Sunday live trying, streams. They're trying to write our coattails. Bunch of goddamn Talking Dead shows. <laughs> oh, and uh, better podcasting releases on Sundays now. Well, they release, but they don't record live on Sunday. Stephen, that's a cheap <laughs> plug. Cheap plug, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> or the best. There's a new um, name for him. Cheap plug, Stephen. Ooh, I like it. Uh, but he's my bell ball buddy, so I can't really uh, say too much. Yeah. I gotta back him up. I gotta back him up. So I saw Willie had questioned in the pre-show as the credits were rolling if we were nominated for a podcast award. So just let me take a second and go. (laughs) (laughs) Followed up by a fuck no, I didn't pay 20 bucks or 10 bucks it was for us to even be considered if someone nominated us. Well, that's all it is. I'd pay for that. No, no, you don't want to trust me. Why? Because, oh, you guys didn't hear about any of this stuff? All right, I'm going to dig up something for a sec. No, I did, but I just want to hear you rant about it. So you guys do recall (laughs) last year that uh, in the middle of the live stream... They accused some of the winners of cheating to win and then never actually apologized for accusing the winners of cheating and then changed the rules this year so that those winners wouldn't be able to use their communities to vote for them anymore. Wait, so who made the Wait. accusation of cheating? The you said owner they. of the podcast awards. Okay, so Wait. they set up a system where you have to pay to be nominated yes. and then votes come in by the people who like those podcasts to determine the winner. Yes. And he said people were cheating because their fans voted for So them. what had happened last year is Todd Cochran achu- accused the Diamond Group, not the Diamond Club, mind you, because they couldn't get it right, of cheating during the <laughs> podcast awards because what they had done is they had built a tool called a bookmarklet that you could run from your bookmarks and it would mark on the podcast awards ballots what the shows were that the Diamond Club was supporting. So there were like 
15 different categories, something like that. And this bookmarklet did not select them for you, but basically highlighted the, the shows in each of those categories that were basically Team Diamond Club, for lack of a better term. They tried to say that was cheating, did not, were not able to prove that it was cheating. The rules came out this year. They posted about it in the Diamond in the excuse me Diamond Club subreddit where they went, huh? There's nothing about bookmarklets in there. So the guy then commented in there, well, it's in the rules now, and literally updated the rules after they'd been posted to ban bookmarklets and things like that. So I don't even think anyone from the Diamond Club paid their money to be considered this year. It was Diamond a shit Club show, or guys. Diamond Group. Diamond Club is what it actually is. Uh, Diamond Group oh, okay. is what they mistakenly called it. Oh, okay. Right, these gotcha. people would be part of the two billion people. Two billion people so guys two billion is, people what that oh is, if i had superpowers i would kill a lot of people <laughs> and i actually I mean, don't remember two billion people well, to start I mean, off with jericho's got a list but damn willie's up at the stakes here i was gonna say like <laughs> willie's just gonna start annihilating countries just like meh that's less bye. enough no 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 for capita of course for capita and if you're uh, mostly assholes first, if you're an asshole, you're going to die. Right. Yeah, see, that's why you can't do countries. Because in every subgroup of humans, there's assholes and there's good people. So you exactly. can't just pick a nation and so take them out. per capita. Yeah. There's okay, nice so, Russian people. I mean, you know, we don't hate all Russians. Well, why do we hate Russian? We Anyways. Don't, we don't. Never mind. We don't hate anybody I, anyways, I just, period. I hate everybody. Look, I was just giving you guys like the two-minute <laughs> primer on how screwed up the podcast awards were and why I thought it was hilarious that Willie was like, were we nominated? And I had to laugh. We were not nominated. Yes. It was impossible yes, for us to have been so. Uh, give them the Groucho. This ain't peace. This is two billion people, booty. <laughs> peace amongst worlds. And as uh, Stephen John Drew points out in the chat room, FYI, the only podcast-related awards are located at geeks.link slash awards. There you can go we, see the only awards that matter. Did we win yet? Did we win one of those yet? Uh, we weren't nominated we, for anything. We, we, we didn't pay to be nominated. God damn it. God Wait, is that, does that link actually work? That link actually works. It takes you Look to it. the Gunna Geek Show Awards. Mr. President, can I win an award? Oh, right. I, you got me. I, I got to do it. It's a YouTube video. We There's legitimate awards show on what episode of the Gunna Geek Show was. I don't even remember. But if I got it. Wasn't that 150? Something. Did I win? Oh, it's t it takes me to a pod, uh, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what he just said, literally, like three seconds ago. Remember how that yeah. was said? Word for well, word. I clicked on it and other people started talking, <laughs> so I couldn't hear. Three, three seconds ago, Willie. I know your memory is shit, but come on now. You're welcome. You're, You're part welcome. of the two billion now, Nakia. <laughs> oh, you made the list. God damn you, I was good. I, I thought you were a nice person, Nucky, but you just fucked up. <laughs> mean, fucked to, be, up. to be fair, that was your first mistake. Was thinking I was a nice person. Well, you generally, overall, you are. You could Come be. A, are you just about to call me a, a word? <laughs> are you just? Were you just? Yeah, I was going to call you the worst word. I was going to call uh, you McGregor. Uh, I like Sailor Ew. pulling with the tracks quote. I wasn't paying attention. I was thinking of something else. Well, just so you know, Naki, evidently 2017 has a category titled the best individual in the network named Naki Award. <gasps> oh. Yay! Oh. So that's Wait. a competition between Naki and Willie as the new Naki? <gasps> yes! <laughs> that is true. So who's going to win? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's put it to the vote. To <laughs> no, vote. no one gets to run unopposed. That's not Democrat. <laughs> New Naki, new <laughs> Naki. <laughs> so Remember, people, vote, vote with your vote, vote with your voice. 
Nunaki. I'm the one that's going to kill two billion people to make your lives better. So, uh, Peanut Gallery, feel free to let us know. Are you voting Naki or Nunaki for the best person on the network named Naki Award? Remember, there can only be one, which means I'll probably be going and beheading Willie so that I could steal his power. Oh, nice. <laughs> you can remember, try. Yeah, leave, leave <laughs> Illinois because you don't. You got to be outside of a one of those uh, serial killer states. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Bring it, bitch. Let's do this. You just called me a bitch. <laughs> he did not, not like a derogatory term. You just called me a bitch. I am very <laughs> sorry. Like Please forgive me, Naki. No, 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 I don't ask for <laughs> You know I didn't mean it like that, so don't you take it like that. I do like that uh, Sailor Polo and Little Life Otaku are in the chat room going on about uh, things that would get people on the list. Stop staring at me, you creep. Dead. Why the fuck <gasps> would you drive the goddamn speed limit? Dead. People who take 45 items in the express lane? Dead. <gasps> <laughs> Sailor Poland. You got it. You got it <laughs> oh, 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 that's that's a weird request. Oh, oh, Naki, why don't you go ahead and read that? Naki, make it even better. Uh, <laughs> let Willie crossplay as Naki, and I'll consider it from Sailor Poland. I'm I'm curious how this would work. You'd have to shave that beard. My beard is not mm-hmm. that long. I can keep the beard. It doesn't have to be a perfect one-to-one ratio here. <laughs> um, I can get a wig, though. I'm a little concerned. Stuff my bra. I'm, I'm very. I might even shave my legs. Would that count? Yes, you you would need to you would need to shave your legs. That'd give you enough hair for your head. That would. Wow, you can even <laughs> see the hair in my little mini screen. Wow. <laughs> I hate my I'm, life. I hate my life too, Chris. I mean, can we just? Can we just? We just is it time for me to hit now? the button? Do I just hit, hit the button? I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna come in. Alter top. Hit the button. Alter top. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. Son of a bitch, I'll do anything to keep Willie from cross-playing. <laughs> I'll even hit the damn button. I'll hit the damn button multiple times. <laughs> Welcome everyone to the news of the week part of the show. I completely flubbed the intro because, god damn it, I just had to stop the Willie crossplay oh talk. Oh my god. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i think we killed willie i love Low our chat life, room. Be. i love the chat room low life utaku don't know what's worse naki with a beard or willie with tits <laughs> <laughs> um you can shave the beard that's that's all i gotta say <laughs> uh so news of the week it's that part of the show where we run down the most interesting or at least most interesting in our minds geeky or nerdy news that's happened in the past week and uh, God forbid Willie's not starting this because I'm afraid of what's going to happen. Hey, Anthony, what's up for your news of the week? You're the <laughs> safest one here, I think. Probably. Uh, my news of the week is Netflix, after you know just kicking the shit out of all the other streaming services, has decided to keep on rolling with that uh, their situation as being the top dog and have called for a 10-episode series of the Umbrella Academy live-action TV series set on Netflix. So we got um, Gerard Way and Gabriel Ba's beloved comic is coming to Netflix, 10-episode drama, so they've greenlit the first season. Um, for those that haven't read it, it's it's kind of hard to describe. It's kind of like, what if the Adams Family's weird cousin of kids, a group of like seven of them, all got superpowers, spent 20 years as superheroes, retired, and then in this strange futuristic world, their father was killed, and they all come back together to solve the mystery. That's how the first... So the how the first trade started, and it's it's a very strange group of superheroes. Um, it is the Monocle, Space Boy, the Kraken, the Rumor, 
the seance number five the horror and the white violin this is a fucking weird family of kids and gerard way wrote a really weird but utterly compelling and superbly entertaining story and then um gabriel ba's artwork on it is gorgeous so i'm really really interested to see how they're going to turn his super stylized artwork um he's kind of in the the art style of mike mignola for those that don't haven't seen it kind Ooh. of a almost a hellboy type thing De definitely it doesn't look like hellboy but it's that type of stylized thing where when you see gabriel ba's artwork you know it's gabriel ba and yeah, it's it's one of those shows where I'm I'm super excited to see how they're going to translate it to a live action, just because it's it's a beautiful book. The first trade was fantastic. Uh, the continuing story is really good. Basically, everything Umbrella Academy is awesome, and I just want more. And so, seeing that this is coming as a show, I'm super excited for this. Way more excited for this than the pseudo New Warriors. Back um, to you, Chris. No, I, I was I was going to add on the the Umbrella <laughs> Academy. Shit. So. Um, Gerard Way, uh, despite being in a band of My Chemical Romance, I'm not a big fan of them. Well, he's um, the king of emo. He's great. I, I mean, I saw them live, <laughs> and my ears were bleeding. It was not a fun time for me. Oh, that's um, on you. Well, no, it was just because, I, and it wasn't their fault, it, actually. It was, like, the sound guy's fault, because the, the microphone just kept, like, screaming out. Um, but oh, it didn't oh, serious? Yeah, like, it was terrible. I was front row up there because uh we were seeing green day for american idiot and um so we're dating myself here um but it's uh you're dating yourself well american idiot came you out like take yourself on uh, a good uh, uh, was good a while ago. 10 years ago it was a while ago at least 10 years i think chris got it i wasn't paying attention to you no one um, ever does it's but funny. uh gerard way uh used to sing for my chemical romance i read the books for um, umbrella academy um, when I was still working over at the comic book shop, and um, they're really enjoyable books. Like I know that um, a lot of people didn't read it because it was Gerard Way, um, because they were like, "Oh God, My Chemical Romance." No, but it's yeah. actually a really good book. Well, there's there's always that worry because you have like you know superstars in other forms decide to write comics. Like yeah. people are like, "Why the fuck is uh, CM Punk writing Drax?" That was a good book, and it you know, part of it dealt with an underground fight club, which made sense for, you know, a professional wrestler would know how to write a story like that. And that book was really good. But then you also have, I mean, there's, there's other examples. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but there are times where, you know, celebrities come in and pseudo write a book and basically just put their name on stuff. And some, you know, a lot of times that stuff falls flat, but yeah, the umbrella Academy did not, this was something that Gerard way had apparently been working on for quite a while. And yeah, it was a damn good story. Yeah, it was really good. It's, it's worth the read. It is one of those common trends, like Anthony was saying, though, of uh, this of stars and other genres writing comic books. Remember, because like CM Punk wrote a Drax the Destroyer book, which supposedly was pretty good. I haven't read it yet, so you hear things like this going on from time to time. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an example of what ones that didn't do too well. Oh, they had like there was that series that came out in the '90s. I only remember uh, one of the books was Leonard Nimoy's Primordials, but it was a whole comic company with like eight different launch books and each one was written by a different celebrity and most of those were not good. Uh, Sailor Poland says Jennifer Love Hewitt's Music Box. Did she make I didn't what even we know about she did one. Uh, it, it was a thing. Uh, Techno Comics is what you're thinking of. Oh, I, I Techno was comics, okay. Yeah. I, I thought you guys were talking about something way different. Her vagina? Yeah. There you go. I'd pick that up on sale. <laughs> Shiva Jazzles. Oh, all yeah, I can think is Blue Mountain State right now. <laughs> it's a, I didn't. Okay, so I literally thought that bejazzling was a joke, 
<laughs> and but I was wrong. Like people do this. Like it's a thing. Yeah, that no, it's an actual do. thing. And now now they do it for the butt too. I'm just like, why would you want that near your ass? What is the vajazzling version of butt dazzling? I think it's butt dazzling. dazzling. <laughs> it's butt dazzling. Or there's also there's so, there's some, <laughs> there we go. There was a, something with a, with actual anal in it. I can't remember what it was. Oh no! Um, like it, so, it's actually go. So it's pretty much a suppository now. Is that where we're going with it? I don't. I, I don't know. But it was like finding out that people actually do this to themselves. I'm like, where do you get the money for this shit? Like, why do you have money that you specifically set aside to put diamonds on your coochie? Like. I, I just don't understand. <laughs> Evidently, you can get vajazzle kits at the dollar store, according to Sailor Poland. No kidding. Uh, you know, for the kids. I just threw up in my mouth. Ew. This is, why we, like, this is why we need your camera. We can't see that. That's ratings. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Uh, eventually, I'll find where it is. But the other thing that I saw um, in, I think it was, I was in Target. It was, oh, no, it was in Walmart. So, yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, is I saw furry thongs for children. And I was like, uh, wait, did you say furry? Thong? Yeah, like they <laughs> were furry. furry. And it was a thong. And I was like, how is this appropriate? I'm not okay with this. Set That's it on gross. fire. Set it on fire. Set it on fire. It's like, ew, do you have herpes? No, it's my vajazzles. Yeah, Sailor Bone was right. I hadn't heard it before, but Jennifer Love Hewitt's Music Box is a five issue comic book series published by IDW from 2009 to 2010. Was centered it on a music box that causes strange occurrences for the people who possess it. So it sounds like it was kind of like a Twilight Zone thing. Aren't they making has, like a horror movie about that that's coming out in the well, next few months? It has as a writer, Scott Lobdell, who wrote X-Men for a while. So, I mean, that's a hell of a good writer. So maybe it was one of those things where she brought the idea <laughs> to him and they actually turned it into a good comic. Lola Futaku wins. Lola Futaku uh, wins. Alyssa did that as well. She just had the IDW book where it was about a social media network like Facebook that was using the information they could gather uh to uh, uh, hack certain countries to help them out. It was called Hacktivist. That yeah, book series was really good. That one was really good. I, I read that one. According to Sailor Poland, evidently Jennifer Love Hewitt's music box was supposed to last 12 issues, Anthony. Mm. Well, that'll tell you, yeah, it probably didn't do too good. <laughs> uh, he <laughs> also responded with, uh, Scott Lobdell, good writer, does not compute. <laughs> hey. He wrote some good X-Men books. I'm not saying everything he wrote was good, but he wrote some good X-Men books. All right, so let's move on to the next story. I'll go next. Uh, I claimed this news earlier last, earlier in the week when I saw it. You guys remember when uh, David Peepos came on the show to talk about Spencer and Locke when it was back in issue one right before it came out? He's cool. I, I like that, that dude. I like no, that dude. Not at all. I don't remember. Not at all. Was- well... Some good news. Some good news coming up for him actually is the Hollywood Reporter has revealed that Action Labs critically acclaimed new series Spencer and Locke has been optioned for a film by Hitman film producer Adrian. Oh God, how am I going to say this? Ascaria and his company <laughs> Prime Universe Films. Now that's pretty cool. So. We had David on the show. We talked about the project. We know how engaged he was with it. So that's really cool that there's a potential movie coming of Spencer and Locke. And what's also really cool is the four issue arc actually ends on Tuesday, I believe Tuesday or Wednesday when the final issue hits stores. They did talk a little bit more about what's going on in that one. As part of the two-year first-look deal, the producer intends to package the project and submit it to Constantine Film, the same company which produced the Resident Evil franchise. So, if everything uh, goes right, we could be looking at a Spencer and Locke 
movie here in a few years. And yeah, adult Calvin and Hobbes. Hell yeah, get that movie check. It would work pretty well though. I mean, if you've read the book, yeah, it would work really well. Oh, uh, there might be some breaking news here. We'll have to look it up. I just got texted by my girlfriend who said, OMG, the doctor is a woman. Jodie Whittaker from Broadchurch is the new doctor. Oh, did they do it? Finally. New Doctor Who might have just been announced. Uh, We'll see what we can find for you guys on that. Someone else take a story and I'll see what I can find and we can follow up on that. Okay, I got you. Um, So D23 is going on right now. And um, so, oh, big time. <laughs> yeah. So we did it. We did. They did a lot of reveals. I'm going to take one little part of their reveals. Um, they Don't are. No, I mine was there first before yours. Willie, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> this, so is why, this is why Nunaki is better. Oh, my God. I uh, was prepared. Uh, unlike you. Uh, um, so anyways, uh, Walt oh, Disney World is. <laughs> Walt Disney World Resort in Florida is opening a completely immersive Star Wars hotel, which looks from the concept art really fucking baller. Um, if you want, you can look on the on the show notes. I posted the the io9 um, <clears throat> uh, io9 article that has the the concept art in it and everything. Um, but you could you could see like Chewbacca walking around talking to Hondo. There's there's a uh, Millennium Falcon ride. There's there's going to be two rides, but uh, I think Millennium Falcon was the only one that was actually announced. I don't know what the other one is. Um, oh, I take that back. I lied. Uh, Bounty Hunter ride uh, called Harkos. Interesting. The and then there's also going to be a cante- can- yeah, cantina. You're and, a cantina. Uh, yes. Yes, I am. So you can hear that song over and over again. I'm kidding. Probably not. It looks like they have a new DJ coming in for that. Um, and on top of that, uh, I have to open. Fucking, this website does not want to deal with my half screens. Someone was prepared, remember? I'm going to kick you in the crotch. Um, so, <laughs> on top of that, um, there will be new rides coming to Disney. Um, there will be a ride that is the... <clears throat> they called it the first ever ride through attraction completely built around the around Mickey Mouse and it's going to be similar to like Pirates of the Caribbean and it's a small world where it's a tour of Mickey's life starting with Steamboat Willie um, and continually going on and it looks like it says um, instead of Mickey operating a boat Goofy will actually be the one steering the train as a modern reimagining of the classic Disney cartoon shots um, on top of that we will also be seeing a Ratatouille ride a Tron ride for Space Mountain. Um, and one thing I'm really excited for, and actually, Sailor Poland texted me in a frenzy of happiness yesterday. There will be a Guardians of the Galaxy attraction coming to Epcot. Um, Toy Story Land has been announced for summer 2018, which will coincide with the Paradise Pier, which is being rebranded as Pixar Pier. Um, and then across the country in California, Spider-Man and Avengers will be getting new rides at California Adventure, um, and the hopes that they'll eventually be doing just California Adventure will eventually be turning into Marvel Adventure is what it sounds like. Interesting. Uh, Did you see the stuff about the immersive hotel that they're trying to do for Star Wars land there? I talked about it. Okay. Sailor Poland was talking a little bit about it while I was hunting Mm -hmm. down the Doctor Who stuff. Sorry. Okay. No, that's totally fine. Um, so in the... Go ahead. Does it seem weird to anybody else that now with all the IPs they own, they're now doing a Life of Mickey ride? No. no. Oh, they, what? They, want, they still want to to tune in on the fact that this is where we started was Steamboat Willie, right? 
So it all started with this little cartoon, and now look at what you can expand to. I guess, I don't know. I just, it seems weird. It's like they've had Mickey the whole time. They could have done that at any time. They just spent $4 billion on Star Wars, and they bought Marvel. Well, they own 20,000 character IPs now. And they're dropping money on a huge Mickey ride. Well, it's more of they've got to keep things fresh with the other with their original properties and stuff too. I mean, they've done all sorts of other yeah. Disney kind of rides there. They're always rotating things and improving things. So that's just the new, fresh taste of a Disney product that's going to be out there to keep people interested in the core line, for lack of a better term. I guess that makes sense. It's just yeah, it seems weird to put that much money into a Mickey ride when you just bought Star Wars and Marvel. It's one of those things that it's. You know, you want to keep the kids remembering, right, who these characters are. They want to still make money off of them, because why not? They're little wallets with pigtails, right? That That's true. true. Is Mickey Mouse even relevant today? They still have Mickey's House of Mouse and um, Mickey's... Oh, fuck. What's the name of that show? Um, there's Mickey's yeah. Clubhouse. Mickey's he's, Clubhouse. He's, he's their icon. He's never going to go away. Yeah. I mean, there's Mickey Mouse, like, and they still bring it in, like, well, you're about to talk about Mickey Mouse, aren't you, Willie? Set up? No. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He is in there. He Segway. is in there. <laughs> Segway. Christ. Mickey Mouse is part of a game <laughs> that are, is near and dear to a lot of people. But not Willie, because he can't remember it. What game is he in? <laughs> Well, I forgot he's in the damn game because he's such a small little part. <laughs> but he's in there as the king. And what game is that, everybody? That's right. It's Kingdom Hearts. And a little other thing that came out at D23. Is, or is it D23? I don't fucking Why is it called D23? It rhymes. D23. It, it does. But why? What's the 2-3? Who cares? Me. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Then Google it. I don't know. Yeah. All right, let's stop the show. Let's Google oh, this. God damn it, Willie. Do your news. <laughs> yeah, but they had a new trailer for uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out. And uh, yes, it is featuring a lot of people's favorite Pixar movie, Toy Story. That's right. You get to go to the Toy Story world in Kingdom Hearts 3 with Buzz and, and Woody and, and all the people in there. Or toys, I guess, if you were. Disney was founded in 1923. D two three. There you go. But it's Thank not you. 1923 now. Oh my god, somebody hit him with a shoe. <laughs> How I was am gonna I gonna say do a shovel? That? I can't send shoes over the internet. I mean if I could, I'd just be like Well work. You got me Chris. looking behind my back though, just like comes you know. the shoe, Willie. <laughs> <laughs> you got me looking so careful there. Um but yeah, uh, this is in the gameplay part when they get to it when the actual when they're fighting the heartless, it looks amazing. They go out into the to the yard. They're fighting Heartless all over there. It looks quite grand. And then, uh, then a little bit later, they pop into like a toy store. And then these big mech suits are fighting. You can jump in the mech suit. And you can fight the other mechs and everything. And the little thing I noticed here, um, earlier in the other previous games, you could only have two other... Um, like companions with you. You mostly it's Donald and Goofy. And then when you go to a certain world, you would have like uh, the ca that character for that world. Like if you're in Tarzan Land, you have Tarzan beside you. Nightmare Before Christmas, you have Jack Skellington. But in this one, I noticed uh, when they were fighting the Toy Store, you had Donald and Goofy. And then also there was two more icons for uh, Buzz and Woody. So apparently, you can have multiple people fighting with you as your fans. So I hope that is something in the game. 
didn't they also just put uh, Kingdom Hearts three or whatever officially up for uh, pre order now too? I that, think I they finally know. did because it's supposed to be released in September 2018. Now it'll get delayed, I, I'm sure, but I didn't. Oh yeah, I didn't see the actual date. I saw coming 2018. That's all I saw. Oh, I thought they said September 2018 that it was on in the, the trailer. Release. That's all it says. It's coming 2018. It didn't say September, but uh, you, uh, good luck with uh, hoping it's coming out 2018. <laughs> knowing this company. I was going to say, like, this is time number 275 that they've delayed this out. So, I mean. Have they actually put out a date yet, though, before this? I don't think so. I think they just keep saying, it's coming. So you can't really delay something if you never put a date to it. <laughs> Little Life We Talk doesn't believe it's going to happen. I see pre-orders for a fake game. Ballsy. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys I haven't been following along sailor poland's getting, been giving a lot of insight into the disney universal marvel deal in the chat room i haven't read a lot of it but interesting stuff i've been reading that as we've been going through and it seems like there's <laughs> mark, lots of loopholes mark ruffalo had some words about universal yesterday in Ooh. one of his interviews at d23 talking about how the hulk. the hulk in the hulk solo film will never happen ah. <laughs> oh that's just sad I know that's my favorite character. Incredible Hulk was such a good movie. The Ruffalo is good. That's not the Ruffalo. Look at that Lentacular. Yeah, Look at that Lentacular. That's not Ruffalo Hulk. That's, that's, uh, that's, I don't care. It's still a good that's movie. The Norton Hulk. Still a good movie. Fuck Edward Norton, but it's still a good movie. I like the Edward Norton. Well, Thank I like you. <gasps> Naki, you just agreed with me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. So uh, well, let, let's transition back for a second. <laughs> there is an article on The Verge as of 11.29 a.m. Eastern Date Time. Jodie Whittaker is Doctor Who's 13th Doctor. It was tweeted at 11.28 a.m. from the BBC Doctor Who Twitter account. It is official. The next Doctor is a woman. Yay! So after 12 white men, we get one white woman? Is, is that what we're getting? Finally. I was hoping um, <laughs> for Haley Atwell myself. At least, but. at least it's a female. I'll give him that. And Stephen Moffat is stepping away, so I might actually start watching again. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's that's all good news for Naki. That's everything she needs to actually care about Doctor Who. So, Moffat's yep. gone, and it's a woman. Assuming yep. I'm reading this correctly, Jodie Whittaker was on Broadchurch, and yep. uh, the Broadchurch showrunner is moving over to do Doctor Who, so those guys have worked together before, which could nice. make for something interesting. Was she the, the oh. co-star with Tennant? I know there were two main detectives, but I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah, she was the co-star. She was the co-star, okay. Mm -hmm. I, just, I think I remember in the in the in all the ads I've seen for it, because I have it on my Netflix queue, but I haven't started, but she had uh, dark brunette hair in that, and then this picture's that I just saw of the Doctor Who reveal, she was a blonde, so I wasn't sure if it was the same actress or not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. I haven't opened it up because um, it was trying to crash my computer, so I haven't opened it yet. But um, I'm sure you guys were saying Broad City. No. I was so confused for a while. No. I was like, what? Yeah, no, it's Broad Church. Terrible. It was a, it was a, like a. Why is it a Law and Order you? homicide show in the UK? Did you just say fuck me? What did you say? I didn't like Broad City. No, well, didn't you say something about me though? Like, because no, I was like, no. okay, never mind. I'll take that back. That I'll take back that fuck. God damn it, Willie! Damn it, Willie! I gotta push this one again. Hey. I am very sorry. Please forgive me, Naki. <laughs> oh, and low life Otaku brought up the we don't need the TARDIS full of bras. Uh, did you guys see the? Uh, no, nope, that was artist? sarcasm. Before I know it was sarcasm. After low yeah. life, we talk yeah. there. No, but did you guys see an artist took all of the stupid things that people have been saying on Twitter and turned them into placard cards for uh, Doctor Who episode titles? And one of them was Tardis full of bras. That's fantastic. Amazing. It was it might, awesome. 
This one uh, artist did like eight of them. They were great. <laughs> they've actually said they might be bringing back Jenna Coleman. So I heard that um, was like a, a small bit to come yeah, back for. I think it's a small bit. I don't think, mm. um, but they haven't actually said much about the companion other than that, from what I understand. Oh, they need to bring Bill back because I just started watching Doctor Who with this current season and I ha- I'm way behind, but I've really enjoyed Pearl Mackey's Bill. I thought has been delightful. Evidently, though, mm. her future is uncertain. I see. I mean, I'm still halfway through 12. Matt Smith, so yeah, I'm way behind. He's 11, I think. 11. Is he 11? Yeah, he's 11 because... Um, yeah, because Jenna was 10. That's right. Yeah. Um, I I watched up through the last season of Matt Smith, and then I watched the first episode of Peter Capaldi, and then I stopped. That was that was how that ended. But with the new Doctor being a woman and uh, Moffat going away, there's a good chance I might come back. I'm intrigued. I've been watching this season because, like I said, everyone's like, this is a great season to jump on. We want this to be a jumping on point. So I'm like four episodes into this season. I don't know. I don't watch Doctor Who. Um, the the War Doctor, I enjoyed the War Doctor. I know I was I was a weird one. Um, but, I mean, I wouldn't, I would not complain if he made more appearances. I don't think he ever will. I didn't like Capaldi at all either. Um, he was just a mean doctor. He did. He wasn't fun to me. Is that his fault or the writers? It's writers' fault. I, I don't think it's his fault at all. But I don't he, think I, look at Peter Capaldi at any convention and appearance. You don't think mean when you see that guy and the well, joy on uh, his face being at those Donkey, conventions, being Doctor Who. The War Doctor was John Hurt, so he can't really come back. Oh yeah, that's right. That was John Hurt. Shit. Nope. Just kidding. Yeah, I was just saying. I was like, wait a second. Isn't that Hellboy's dad? Yeah, he he died. <laughs> but we can't get more War Doctor. <laughs> um. Uh. The uh. My favorite was Tennant and very, very followed closely with um, Chris, Christopher. Um, Eccleston. Yeah. Like they're the two of them are, were, they were fun doctors. And so of, I'm talking of new who they were just fun. And that's what I watched doctor who for was science fiction and fun. Um, yeah, see, and I started with nine. So yeah, Eccleston is my doctor. Yeah. Tennant's Tenet, a close second, but I love Eccleston, the leather jacket, always pissed off. He was fun. Yeah, it, it, I watched Doctor Who for funsies. I don't watch it for feelings, and I mean there were feelings with Tenet. Don't get me wrong, but once. Oh yeah, the Rose Tenet goodbye. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the Donna Donna goodbye. Donna's goodbye. Saw my frozen heart, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's one of those things that like after that it didn't feel fun anymore. It was with matt smith it didn't feel as fun like he had he had his moments of fun um and then capaldi like just the one episode i was like this isn't fun anymore this isn't fun to watch anymore which is kind of the upside of that show though is that you can not like one version of the doctor and then you can come back to the next one see if you like it again but you know it's kind of genius for the way they set up that show yeah and that's how that show has been going well the show's been going for over 50 years now right yeah it's it's the longest running anything yeah (laughs) So, those Simpsons are catching up. I think Simpsons are only a couple seasons behind the Doctor. So, they're South Park's at thirty up there years. Too. <laughs> the Doctor, doc, the Doctor, better keep going or look out. Well, remember, South Park's over twenty seasons now too. Yeah, Jesus I think Christ. I think Simpsons is close to thirties now, aren't they? Yeah, yeah but Simpsons they, hasn't been like good in fifteen years. That's true. All right, now uh, help me out with something right here. So, from what little knowledge I have of Doctor Who is. Um, he gets resurrected or something like that, and there's only a certain number. He regenerates. 
Yeah, well, yeah, you know what I mean. And, uh, and there's only a certain number number of times he can do that. How many more yes. times is there? Uh, yes, but the number was reset in the in a in a in a storyline that just happened a little bit ago. To what? Like, well, what was it originally, and what is it now? I think it was thirteen. I think it was thirteen regenerations, and then yeah, after the twelfth Doctor Matt Smith, the number was reset to. He's got thirteen I, more. I think yeah. he has thirteen oh. more. Yeah. So oh, Capaldi, I got you. Yeah. So Capaldi, even though he's the thirteenth Doctor, he's now like on his first life again as the Doctor. So the Doctor gets to regenerate. It's his new more cycle times. of regenerations or something like yeah. that. But in all seriousness, guys, we're going to wrap up the Doctor Who talk. If you want to hear more on this, I'm sure there's going to be an episode of Gallifrey Public Radio that comes out this week on the Gun Geek Network talking about this casting decision. There are going to be the experts on the network. To know or, what this means for everything. I've dabbled in Doctor Who for like half a season. Naki hasn't watched in a few years. And Anthony's like three seasons behind. And Willie's never seen it. So we are yeah. not the experts. We're not I mean, if you really want to become an expert, just start watching from episode one. Some of those episodes you can't find anymore, Willie. They don't exist. But you can watch yeah, as much as you can on Net- or Is it Netflix or Hulu now? Uh, I thought um, it was uh, Amazon Prime. Or is it Amazon Prime? I don't know. I can't. It's been moved around. I, I know Both. that it's been moved around, so I haven't... I don't and Willie, I'll explain anymore. to you later why some of those episodes can never be found because it's a, it's a long story. Ooh. Ooh. So we are going to talk about Spider-Man Homecoming a little bit, but before we do that, we do like to remind folks that the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast is, in fact, part of a network of shows that you can find over at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. We've got a variety of different programs on the network some of them are like tv show focused like the crimson comet or the starling tribune talking about flash and arrow some about video games some about nerd culture in general some about doctor who like i told you about earlier galfrey public radio go check them out this week because i'm sure they'll be doing an episode about the new doctor who casting but each week we try to talk about one specific show promote one specific show in the network and i have to ask you willie what show are we talking about this week we're talking about a show. I'm just kidding with you. Oh, I, I see right what here. he did there. This week, we were doing a talk about GunnaGeek.com show. Episode 199. Justin Robert Young interview slash Indie PopCon recap. We got a special guest this week as, we, as they interview Justin Robert Young, a.k.a. Jury, about his hugely successful Kickstarter for his new action news game. In the news, we'll discuss an update with the BlackBerry... Key one? Kione? Key one, I think it is. I'm going to say Kione. Uh, how Stephen Amell has confirmed more Menu Bennett this year on Arrow. And as well, an update on the Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel. There's a sequel? Hold on. You can listen to the episode to get more. But other news includes Google Home being cheap and a voice assistant calling 911, allegedly. Finally, and our guest co host Michelle. Awkward silence. I think Willie might have dropped. So finally, I was say, did we lose Willie <laughs> in the closing segment? Our co-host Michelle Ely is here to run down her weekend at Indie Popcorn. I thought he was pausing for emphasis because Willie does too. that all the time. <laughs> I thought it was too. Like he's he hasn't moved or blinked, so I'm assuming he's frozen. Now. Or he's really committed to the gimmick. It's one of the two. Yep, it's one of the two. So I go check that out. Uh, Officialgunnageek.com show. Well, he just blinked and moved his mouth, so I think he's really on the gimmick. No, no, I was there for. I was gone for a second. <laughs> I heard you guys were talking when I came. In, I was like, I'll just stay here. <laughs> so that's episode. Back to you, Chris. Well, thank you, Willie. Go check out episode one ninety nine of the GunnaGeek dot com show. Uh, and while you're at it, don't forget that tomorrow 
Uh, as we record this, it'll be July 17th tomorrow at 8.45 p.m. Eastern Time. Episode 200 of the GunnaGeek.com show will be airing on Geeks.Live. So if you get a chance, swing on by. Come join us for the uh, bicentennial of the GunnaGeek.com show. It should be a lot of fun. There should be some fun uh, happenings going on that week. That's about all I'm going to tease on that. Do you guys want to talk about Spider-Man? Spider-Man! Who, who wants to start this conversation? Cause I Hell don't. yeah. Peter Spider-Man. Spiderman. Spiderman. He's Jewish. <laughs> so guys, we got we got about ten minutes. We can talk about Spider-Man here. Go spoiler filled. Have your piece ready. Uh, go. So my question is: Does anybody else was anybody else a big enough fan that when they saw that the main character's name, the female name was Liz, that they instantly thought it was Liz Allen because that's who the character is from the previous comics back in the seventies and eighties? Yeah, who they wanted Liz you to Allen? think? I kept thinking that. Who's Liz Allen? She was one of the high school friends, her and Ned Leeds. Okay, okay, because I kept thinking, like, Liz Allen, Liz Allen. Who's, why is that name keep popping in my head? And I kept wondering that, but there you go. Because, yeah, that was the one where everybody was like, well, it wasn't really, like, a twist that it wasn't Liz, but it was more like playing against expectations where as soon as they gave us a female in high school with Parker named Liz, people that were fans of the old comics just assumed it was Liz Allen. And so I mean, that also- made that reveal really cool. I mean, it's also they also gave you Betty Branton in the in the school. The yeah, in the, the school news. Well, let's also bear in mind that Michelle, who we find out is MJ, is Michelle Jones, not necessarily Mary Jane. So they could be screwing with you there too. We don't. I'm know. I'm still pissed about that. I Why? really wanted her to be Mary Jane Watson because Sony did 20 press releases about the fact that Zendaya wasn't MJ, isn't MJ. We swear she's not MJ. Blah blah fucking she's blah. Probably not. They get MJ. to the. Well, yeah, but then they get to the end of the movie and say, no, my name is Michelle. My friends call me MJ. Well, then fuck you. You're not Mary Jane. Like, then why her call her MJ? Jane. They, they never did call her Mary Jane. But by being a character in Spider-Man named MJ, like, it's, it's fucking stupid. Did, did you not just compliment the fact that Liz Allen wasn't actually Liz Allen? Yeah, but that was done well. <laughs> they didn't do 20 press releases saying that she wasn't Liz Allen. Well, he has a point there. They're playing around with stupid pseudo, oh, well, we didn't quite really name her this character bullshit. Yeah, they did it They did it extremely well with one character and extremely poorly with the other character. That's what I'm saying. Plus, for the one, it was a great reveal. The reveal at the end that she's Michelle and people call her MJ does nothing for the storyline. The, the fact that Liz Allen is actually Liz Toomes was fantastic and made for the best scene in the movie, which... The crazy thing, the best scene in the movie is two guys in a car talking. I fucking loved it. Yeah, I'll give you that. No, Sailor so, Poland's right here. Sailor Poland says they've been trolling the MJ fan since one more day. Don't take the bait, dude. It's just stupid. It was bad. <laughs> it was poor writing. But yeah, the, the fact that Michael Keaton, when, he, when the vulture realizes who Peter is in the car as he's dropping the kids off at the dance, the best, most tense scene in that movie is the hero and the villain with no weapons, no powers, no nothing, just talking uh, in a car. He, had a, he had a gun. I mean, Peter didn't know it because he, he hit oh, it. But I'm pretty sure he knew it because, he, yeah, he, he would have seen it. But, yeah, that, he didn't actually fucking point it at his head or anything. But literally, it's two people talking in a car, and that scene was amazing. And can we also talk about there's people walking into the dance to in front of the car. <laughs> they can easily look in and say, that motherfucker has a gun. <laughs> Teenagers are really self-absorbed. That's the whole thing about being a teenager. You think everybody's staring at you and seeing everything you do. But that's how they all think. So no one's paying attention to nothing. 
When you write, you write. I'll give you that one. <laughs> but yeah, this this is one of the things when they said when they mentioned Michael Keaton as the vulture, I was like, okay, the vulture can be done really poorly or extremely well depending on the writer. But I was stoked it was Keaton because of movies like Desperate Measures and Pacific Heights. Michael Keaton's only got to play a villain a few times, but when he does it, he can be fucking terrifying. And I, I, I loved his vulture because it's a guy you totally... He was a, he was a Magneto of, of Spider-Man villains in this one because you see where he's coming from. He's not out to be evil. He's providing for his family and his crew. He had a job taken away from him and he found a way around it to make more money. What he's doing is illegal, but he's not doing it to be an asshole. Like it's, I love the way they, they they set up the character, and he kills the asshole too. Well, yeah, and yeah, they said um, they they added in that idea of him saying, "Wait, I thought this was the anti gravity gun," because then he's not even a murderer. Because yeah, if he just picked up, yeah, if he just oh, picked he up the thing, and he didn't really care. But also, oh. it's a different it's a different thing between vaporizing somebody on purpose and going, "Wait, I meant to just hurt him." So yeah, Wait, it was. It was a different thing. Of course, he Who does shepherd? also threaten to kill Peter and everyone Peter loves later on. So it's he kind of a, it's kind it, of he a didn't flip. actually do it. He didn't actually do it though, I mean, because he didn't have a chance to. Yeah. As soon as he found out, <laughs> oh, he's actually going to do this in the movie. Well, you know, if we want to talk tags, he does have a chance. He could have told Mark Gargan and all the other inmates in that building who Spider Man is. He inmates. has the chance oh, yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. everybody in jail who Spider Man's real name. He could send 10,000 criminals after him, and he doesn't. He keeps that information safe. Well, like, I, I mean, I, for I love now. The way, I, I just I love the way he played it. I mean, because, I mean, you know they're setting up something, and you think he's really going to keep that quiet the entire time? No, it's a setup for the Sinister Six. So yeah, he's been of trying course to do it forever. Shh, spoiler. Well, and they've already announced the movie, so, yeah, it's definitely not a spoiler. The Sinister well, Six movie, that movie how the long one ago? that was announced a year ago, has kind of not been talked about. Oh, yeah, about no, that one's been done. But, yeah, there, we have Venom and Carnage coming. We have Black and Silver coming. They'll be announcing the new Sinister Six movie any day now. Yeah, but that Venom and Carnage movie is not anything to do with the MCU at all, right? That's nope, and that's where the giant problem is. Oh my how do you have a Venom and Carnage movie that probably won't even have Spider-Man in it? But at the I same mean, time, it has Tom Hardy, so I want to see it. I don't. I'm good. Yeah, I don't care. I'm but good. it was Tom Hardy. I love Tom Hardy. Look, when Sony does a cash grab <laughs> on a superhero property, it doesn't end well for anyone. No, it doesn't. It's, that's true. We get Andrew Garfield. Look, let's be honest. To fix Spider-Man, they had to be like, Marvel, come fix what we screwed up. Because yeah, Amazing no, not, Spider-Man Two was that bad. Yeah, it's not Andrew Garfield. It's it's that's 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 when we get snowboarding Green Goblin Junior. That Sony cast grab. Yeah, it's yeah. Sony. No, no, we need a third villain in this movie because Ugh. Sam Raimi didn't want to have <laughs> Venom oh, yeah. in his Spider-Man Three. There was studio yep. interference across the board. That's part of what you've seen happen with that. So, just curious with after with the with the whole like. And scene with Tony and, and Pepper and all that stuff. Does that mean we're going to get Iron Spider? Uh, Eventually. So if you saw, if you heard about the Avengers Infinity War trailer they showed at D23. So spoiler alert, if anyone doesn't want to know what's in that. In one of the scenes shown in that trailer, Peter is wearing the Iron Spider costume that we saw at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming and fighting Thanos. Okay. So I was curious on that. Yeah. So he'll put it on at some point. I did like the uh, the Iron Spider esque costume. It kept true to the original colors, but had like the same chest design as you see on the Iron Spider costume from the comics. I thought it was pretty cool. Well, and a lot I of people were mentioning that that suit looks a lot more Miles Morales as well. Yeah, 
Um, I mean, they definitely could. And then who was the character that Donald Glover, Glover played? I can't remember his name. He's Miles. The Prowler. Prowler. He's the Prowler. In, in the yeah, Ultimate okay. Universe, the Prowler is Miles' uncle. And it was he's visiting his uncle who had stolen a spider from a broken down Osborne laboratory. And that's the spider that bites Miles at the around the same time that Parker got bit. Okay. That's I couldn't remember Miles's origin story, and I knew that he had something that that Donald Glover's character had something to do with Miles's yeah. origin story. Okay. And yeah, they do, they just call him like a like a thug or a gunrunner through the movie, but when they show the 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 file on him, it says AKA the Prowler. Oh, okay. And I and I believe he's using the Prowler's name from the Ultimate Universe too. Yeah, it's the same which, yeah, name in the Ultimate Universe for yeah, the Prowler. Yeah, which was a really cool little yeah little nod to the Miles Morales character. Yeah, because they they were talking about will we see Miles, and I'm like, they set it up that they could eventually see Miles. Um, so I would be, I, and considering he was based off of Donald Glover, that would be great. Look, they've so. got a way they can do it in this movie right now to follow what they did in the Ultimate Comics, which is you do a series of movies with Tom Holland as Peter Parker. Peter Parker gets killed, and then uh, Miles Morales comes in and takes up the mantle. They've got all the pieces in place there so that if for some reason Tom Holland's contract gets ridiculous or Sony just is like, hell with you, we don't want you around anymore because they're morons, they can go the Miles Morales route. Or because Tom Holland is delightful in the role. He nails it. He really does. Yeah. And, but the thing I think he might run into, though, too, is he ages like sure. normal people do. And he's does it, like he's 23 now. Right. And he's 21, 21. And he's playing a 15 year old. So, he I was mean, 19 when they filmed the movie, I guess. Yeah. But so, he does still look 15. Like that kid looks really fucking. Dumb. Except for the fact he's really jacked for a 15 year old. He's real. Yeah, he's I mean, popping he's veins in his arms throughout the movie. But he's Spider-Man. He That's should true. be jacked. <laughs> So, I mean, like, that's the only thing that I could see really being a problem is Tom Holland aging faster than the movies do. Well, remember, Kevin Feige said they only had plans for Spider-Man for five movies so far. Yeah, for five, for the end of the Avengers stuff, and then the next, whatever the new Spider-Man film will be called. Homecoming right. 2 or whatever it ends up being called. That's yeah, the that, last that's of what they're referring to. Homecoming two. No, that's what they're referring to it as, but it'll, probably, it'll be like prom night or something else like that. They're going to keep with the high school theme for the trilogy, I believe. Yeah, because he's only a sophomore, right? So. Yeah, so the next will be junior year and then senior year. This is a delightful movie. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait to um, own a copy of it my, myself. Did anyone else see uh, something I had a problem with? Uh, something that's very negative? Go ahead. One. Uh, fuck Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> she's in the movie Did for like two minutes. What? And she's like yeah. third build. And when the cast starts getting uh, going up, she's like second or third build. Oh really? I didn't even. Yes, I was that. like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I think she's above Marissa Tomei. Gee, Which, okay, now that's ridiculous. I I got kind of irritated that they kept playing on the Aunt May is really hot shit. I, I got kind of annoyed with that. In, they put her in old lady mom clothes in this whole movie. That's what I thought was hilarious. She looks. She got dressed in 1976. They did. All do. I need to do is go back to this movie right here, The Wrestler. <laughs> But yeah, I thought it was funny because yeah, like all every 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 scene where she's wearing pants or jeans, like they came up almost to her rib cage. Like th everything was high waisted as hell. Yeah, it was a little. It, I, it just got like I, I get it. Aunt May's hot. Yeah, but it's not just like she's really really hot. <laughs> I was more um, amused was... by it than anything because I think it played well off the fact that basically when the casting came out, all anyone could say is, "Holy shit, she's hot." <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of a true. joke on the fact that, at least the way I took it, was a joke on the fact that that's all the internet could say. When the fact yeah. was, Marissa Tomei was pretty good in the role, and I liked yeah, the ending where we're, we're not spreading out this reveal for multiple movies. Yeah. She basically finds out Peter's Spider-Man at the end of this movie, 
And I have no with idea how that's going to shake out because I doubt they're going to take much time in Avengers Infinity War to talk to it. With the yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. Yeah, we won't get the 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 backside of it until the next Spider-Man film. But what we have to talk about though is Jacob Batalon, because Ned is not Ned. Ned is fucking Gank, and Gank is fucking hilarious. That kid was funny as hell for the whole damn movie. When he's spinning him. in his chair, the guy in the chair, the guy in the chair. <laughs> what are you I going laugh, in the computer lab watching? Watching porn. porn? <laughs> I laughed so hard at some of the scenes that that kid was in, and he played it like a like a, a perfect high school friend that finds out he's best friends with a superhero. Like, no, you need to come hang out at a party and make us cool. Like, you need to go talk to that girl. Like, he's trying to push him into all this stuff, and that's exactly how Gank was played in the comics. Like, it was just so well done. I um I enjoyed that there was a lot more people of color in this. That was that was I know that's my usual shit that I talk about, but it made me happy that there was a lot of people of color in it. Um, uh, the kid who played Ned is Filipino and um, was very much praised yeah. for the fact that he is um, be, well praised in the sense that they put a Filipino character in. <laughs> so yeah, I, just, I thought it was funny that they even called him Ned because he's definitely not Ned Leeds. He's totally gank from the Miles Morales Spider-Man and what was Ultimate I- Spider-Man. I thought that that's what he was supposed to be, and then they called him Ned, and I was like, oh. Yeah. I think okay. it's another one where they're just messing with the name, because, yeah, he was completely Miles' best friend. If anybody's ever read Ultimate Spider-Man or the now Spider-Man series at Marvel, he is Miles Morales' best friend. He's playing the character to a T the way Brian Michael Bendis wrote him, and I he's think, great. Well, they, that does leave it open that if they do go the Miles Morales way, that they can bring in another person to be gank, I guess. True. But, um, I think my favorite thing about this movie was that Spider-Man was both quippy and not mm, not too emo. That's usually my biggest problem with Peter Parker with some of his storylines is he gets really emo and then I just don't care anymore. Um, but he got the quips and that was something that like they started to do with Andrew Garfield, but it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah, I heard it was, I think it was Kevin Smith was talking about because it it's kind of like the argument with Batman. You get people that were good at being Bruce Wayne but weren't good at being Batman. And, you know, most of the actors can't do both. And with Tobey Maguire, like, the nerd scenes as Peter was pretty good. But when he was in the costume, Sam Raimi never really had him being quippy enough. He was never, I'm telling jokes because I'm nervous and afraid I'm about to die. Right. And then Andrew Garfield, they got it to where he was much more quippy in the suit. But then, no matter how they tried to play him up as a nerd, he was so much of a pretty boy. Like, Andrew Garfield standing next to the character who played Flash. And Andrew Garfield's a better-looking actor, basically. You can't have Peter Parker look better than the hottest guy in school. It, it yeah. throws off the thing. He didn't look like a nerd, and he didn't play a nerd. And Andrew Garfield was cool. As Peter Parker, he was a cool character. He rode a skateboard around school. Like, that's not Peter Parker. Peter Parker has to be a nerd. Tom Holland is really the first actor who they've let him be so quippy in the suit that you feel he's a nervous kid who thinks he's about to die and is scared to death of everything he's doing. And that's coming out in jokes. But then as a when he's just a normal kid, like, yeah, he's afraid to go talk to the girl in school. He's nervous about everything he's doing. Like, he's acting like a frustrated teenager. Like, he did both sides of the character so well that, like, it just it raises the bar for all superhero movies going forward. And definitely for – I feel sorry for the next actor who ends up being Spider-Man after Tom Holland because they're going to have a really hard set of shoes to fill. Oh, no doubt. Uh, one last thing I wanted to bring Since, up on this one because we need to start wrapping it up. They did not overuse Robert Downey Jr. in it because I was afraid that Tony yes. Stark had the potential to uh, overwhelm the movie and make it be all about him. 
and they did yeah. just about the right amount of time on screen for him. And, and they, I will give them credit for once. There was something in the trailer that wasn't in the movie, and I'm fucking happy about it. There was no Iron Man flying through the streets of New York with Spider-Man, thank God, because there was no reason for that scene. Well, there were two different scenes that were in the trailer that were just for their own purposes from test footage. It yeah. was that scene, and then also the one where like the vulture comes flying through a roof with glass behind him or whatever. Yeah, the atrium attack, yeah. yeah, which they said they did for testing, and then, yeah, it didn't have it in the movie. Exactly. Which, yeah, it, just, it always bugs me when they do stuff in the trailer that's not in the film, but this time I was happy about it, because there was no need for a scene of Iron Man flying around with Spider-Man. Yeah, so as we wrap up the conversation, Spider-Man Homecoming, we're not going to rank on a scale of 1 to 10 or any garbage like that, because it's too hard to rank these movies for <laughs> soon if they comes up. So really, let's just go Siskel and Ebert style. Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm going thumbs up. Thumbs up. Two. Sorry, I forgot that I don't have um, a camera. Two webs up. I give it a half a thumb up. You're fired. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry for having a different opinion. Yeah, yeah you're, you're sorry fired. for having a wrong opinion, you mean. I'm not one of your <laughs> robots. <laughs> so, guys, look at the time. It is time for us to start wrapping things up. We do that with our traditional segment called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you to share with you guys who are watching live or at a later date just what kind of geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into so that maybe, just maybe, we can entice you into checking them out. So I'm going to throw things to one Willie d nelson first what have you been getting into uh, well let's just say uh thursday i went to a, a little concert by uh, a country singer i hate country music but i like this guy he is really raunchy even got one of his albums wheeler walker <laughs> jr uh this album's called old wheeler has some uh has he, he has a certain type of humor but uh <laughs> yeah don't if you're all about political correctness don't don't uh listen to him uh let's see uh it was a good concert uh near the end somebody threw a cup at him and that's when shit got really weird like he uh act like he was gonna hit him with the guitar he finally had to get the security guard i don't know why security wasn't on this motherfucker instantly he actually had to tap the security to hey kick him out and he had to tell him a couple times no really kick his ass out no idea why the security wasn't on they, they dropped the ball on that one Yep. Probably because he plays stuff in character, so security might have been wondering if it was a bit. That'd be my only guess. Yeah, and that's the know, only thing that I could think of. No clue why this guy even did that. There's no, um, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't know this guy, and then he, last his last song was uh, is titled "Which One of You Queer Is Gonna Suck Me Suck My Dick Tonight." So maybe it's something about that. <laughs> might have something to do with it. I. And he was giving the middle fingers as he was going out. It was like, I mean, why? What? Whatever. Next door, though, this is at um, this is at the Underground in Charlotte, and next to it is the Fillmore. I don't know if I've heard the names. I've never been to them, but something with the uh, the show Ballers was going on over there, and I was always wondering, is the Rock over there? I kind of curious. Was. He was in North he was? Carolina. He was. In, he was in the Carolinas. Yeah. He was there Thursday. The Rock was in there. There's a good chance of it. He was in, he was in the Carolinas and in, in, uh, in, during this week because I remember looking at his post on Instagram. I mean, I, I did not fit in that crowd at all. Uh, I was wearing a shirt that resembles like a um, like a Jim Bean bottle uh, logo type stuff, and then um, yeah, that was not my kind of crowd uh, uh, with the way I was dressed. Which was uh, mostly all hip hop. Yeah. I don't like. Rap. I was hoping there were juggalos just for entertainment's sake. <laughs> Actually, I, 
to be kind of knock myself, I would probably fit in with Juggalos. Hey, Juggalos love The Rock. Everybody loves The Rock. Well, everybody loves The Rock. Let's be honest. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Um, I've been playing a shit ton of as of yesterday and Friday of um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Is that right? Yes. Turok yeah. Transformer Hunter. Or the uh, the better Breath of the Wild, as I like to call oh, it. Oh, you're full of shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> now he's trolling. Now he's definitely trolling. <laughs> no, they're very similar <laughs> games. I mean, I don't know. I, I cannot say that because I've not played the Breath of the Wild yet. But uh, they are very similar in style. You have to admit that. Yeah, no doubt. I admit that. Breath and, uh, of the Wild is better, though. The Wild, uh, I cannot say which one's better. One definitely looks better. And graphic wise, but that's not that's not here nor there because that's not end all be all. You can at least agree with me there, Chris. Sure, why not? Don't you give me that sarcastic shit. You know for a hundred percent fact that Switch cannot match the power of any of the of X Bone or PS4. Oh wait, he might have been. Really, in, I think uh, you're just stupid. <laughs> um, he might have been in LA by Thursday night. I don't know. He was posting about it on Wednesday. Are we stalking the Rock right now on all things no. good nerdy podcast? Why are we? Why? When did we ever stop stalking the yeah, Rock? Yeah, we're always stalking the fair, Rock. Fair point. I'm, I'm checking Hello? his Twitter and Instagram right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else have I been in? I know there is something I'm missing. What was it? I, I mean, can't think of it. I mean, come on. He's he's the Rock. <laughs> Uh, I saw a movie. What movie did I watch? Uh, B- Bone Tomahawk. Oh. That movie. That that movie is not for the faint-hearted because that's a tough fucking movie to watch. Yep. But I'm happy I saw it. She's. I can relate to uh to uh the owl. Is that Night Owl? Yeah, I can relate to Night Owl. Was it Patrick Wilson? Is that his name? I think it's the same. Yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker has a compound fracture that got reset, and he's on it. For a long trip in the wild west and you can oh my god i know that pain maybe not that exact pain but i know the pain of not being able to walk and having to walk on your leg and matthew fox is great in that too like that was a oh, turn yeah. i did not expect from that actor like he is fantastic in that movie oh yeah i, I love this bit at the end it's like uh just give me a gun i'm not leaving here I, I i i have too much pride i can't live as a cripple it's like what <laughs> damn well just gets his hand chopped off it's like Oh, uh, yeah, but no one's going to watch this damn movie because it's a fucking hard-ass fucking movie to watch. The only reason I watch it is because I saw it on the shelf and it said, uh, Kurt Russell, uh, Patrick Wilson, but Matthew Fox, what the, okay, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a tough watch, but man, it is one hell of a Western. Yeah, and I also watched Ex Machina. That movie's all right. It was, I, it went, I, I heard great things. I could see how people can like it. It wasn't for me. It was just kind of too slow for me. It's on my list. I haven't gotten to it yet. I picked up yeah, like four bucks on Black Friday last year. So, oh, it's I mean, so I remember good. the first time I heard of it. Uh, it was a little, uh, let's go sideways with the uh, cross promotion. Say a uh, Legends podcast. I heard from from them. Heard great things. So I was like, awesome. I want to watch this from whenever it came out. And I finally got it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, it's all right. Hey, if you watch The Wrestler for Alyssa or Marissa Tomei, then it's worth watching Ex Machina just for Alicia Vikander. The new Tomb Raider. Uh, oh, yeah. She I'm sorry, is Marissa gorgeous. Tomei's got 10 times what she got. Sorry, guys. I just had to laugh. I go on doc- I go on Twitter right now because I want to see if the Doctor Who meltdown is going down. Oh, it's first, happening. It's the first happening. comment I see in my timeline is, Doctor is a lady to the tune of Aerosmith's Dude Looks Like a Lady. I'll see I was going to say that. <laughs> nice. 
I already saw someone did a gif of uh, a quote that said, no man can replace Peter Capaldi. And there's a shot of that actress in some medieval armor movie where she's pulling off her helmet and saying, I am no man. That's um, from Lord of the Rings from the final movie. Is she in the Lord of the Rings one too? No, that that's just the. Oh, I thought it was the same actress. No, it's a different actress. Uh, The the woman. Yeah. Anyways, that's from Lord of the Rings. And back to you, Chris. So I'll go next with my stuff then. It's relatively quick. What I've been getting into. I've been playing Lego Marvel's Avengers a lot on the Xbox because Ooh. it's a Lego game and it's fun and it was dirt cheap. And now I'm just exploring the world, trying to unlock all sorts of stuff. If you've played one Lego Marvel game, you've probably played most had similar gameplay experience. It's just fun and you don't have to concentrate a ton to do it. So I love those games. I have been watching House of Cards getting caught up. I'm almost through season three now. I started season three last week because... I was about ready to have some more evil Kevin Spacey in my life, and it's been quite enjoyable. And then Friday night, I watched a movie that these guys have been heckling me, heckling me about for a while, rather. <gasps> I watched really? Get Out on Friday night, and it God, was yay! amazing. Yeah. Motherfucker, it's not the one we're heckling you about. We don't care about fucking Get Out. Yes, we do. Yes, we yeah, do. We do, but we don't care. There's another one that's t- uh, way on up there. I don't think so. Yo, fuck you, Nokia. I took it back last time. I'm not taking it back this time. Fuck Aww. you, Chris. Man, get off your lazy my heart. Ass. My heart. Oh, you don't. I cannot hurt your heart, Naki. There is no way possible this guy can hurt your heart. Everything's crying now. Everything Bullshit. is crying. So I actually found it on my shelf this weekend because I was cleaning out some old movies and stuff I was getting rid of, and I was like, hey, it's a. Uh, whatever the crap that fifth element that I'm supposed to watch. And I went, I'll go watch fate of the furious instead later. And I, have, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to watch <laughs> it this you evening for getting that. Oh, you mean the black Avengers? Yeah. Fate of the furious is good. It's called the rock kicks a bunch of ass on TV. And I've got the 4k <laughs> blu-ray. I'm going to watch it in 4k. It will be lovely. As I was telling the girlfriend who didn't want to watch it, I was like, look, you'll see the rocks veins pop have veins on them. You'll be good. Yep. That's true. true. You'll be good. Daddy's so, got to go to work. That's my plan for later this evening. While everyone else is watching Game of Thrones, which I could not care any less about, I'm going to be start? watching Fate of the Furious. Let's start tonight? Yes, Game of Thrones yep. returns tonight. Yep, yep, Ooh. yep, yep. We're watching that after the baseball game. <sighs> That's what I got to say about that. So, uh, Anthony, what are you making it into? Uh, let's see. I was doing some Netflix, too, and watching movies. I went and finally saw Baby Driver. That was a fantastic film. The car chases in that are as good as everybody says. And the soundtrack stands toe-to-toe with Guardians 1. Like, that is the probably the second best film based on a soundtrack ever. Like, those two movies, you can see that Edgar went into that movie, like, having the soundtrack in his head. The same way that James Gunn did for Guardians 1. It was fucking there was actually, good. I saw an interview or with uh, Edgar Wright, and he was talking about, um, he actually texted um, James Gunn saying, Hey, you got this artist in your movie? No. Hey, and then he went back and said, no, but you got this artist in your movie? And they kept talking back and forth trying to make nice. sure they were step on each other's toes. <laughs> well, that's good, yeah, because I mean, the soundtrack to that movie is awesome. I've never never spent so much time tapping my toes to songs like as a driving scene's going along in a movie as I have watching Baby Driver. It was great, which was even better because that was the last uh, it was uh, the last birthday-free movie ticket from my mom, so I could go see Baby Driver for free. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, I finished watching all of The Ranch, season two and three on Netflix, which was fantastic. I watched uh, The Black Avengers, as Chris says, uh, God damn. Furious 8. It was hilarious. I loved it. There's they, they fight a submarine in this movie. Like, it's insane. Those movies have gone so nuts. And, like, the, people are talking about the rumor of the next one going into space, and I hope they do it. I want to see The Furious, like, Deep Space. The Furious Deep Space Nine. 
Like it would be fucking awesome. Like, I gotta ask. It'll be good. I gotta what? ask here. Are we saying the Black Avengers a little too much? I'm wanting a Minority Report on this one. Oh, I'm going Lord. a little too far. I mean, I, I mean, this is a serious. Wait, wait, wait. One. I've been calling it that because two of my online buddies who I've done comic book work with, Martheus Wade and Sean Pryor, both refer to all those movies as the Black Avengers. Just want to make sure. I was actually being serious about this one. <laughs> oh, so, so you're asking Naki? Okay, so Naki, give, give us your give us your thoughts. Well, I mean, this is the only minority here. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. All right, just want to make sure. Uh, and then um, I started watching uh, Friends from College, a new show that just showed up on Netflix, which is it's uh, six friends that went to Harvard together, get back together in their like late 30s. And uh, so far, it's hilarious. It's got uh, Fred Savage in it, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, and uh, Kobe Smulders, uh, a couple other actors I don't remember the names of, but I've watched the first two or three episodes. Really damn funny. And then um, staying up on my, my daily sketches, we had, we had Minions and uh, Spider-Gwen the last couple of days. 196 days in today will be 197 so i'm past the halfway point the stand the the end's getting a little thin so it, it's nice to be past the halfway point finally and then today i will be passing the 70 yeah the 70 card mark on a pacifist i've got up to what was it i got the the pre-done line work set in photoshop files yesterday for the next 23 so i've got up to the first 90 cards to work on and yeah i've got 67 of them done so we're still on track to uh have a kickstarter in october so hopefully yeah that'll happen and then um, next saturday for those locals to the boise area pacifist will be doing a gaming table on saturday at the gem state gaming convention at the hotel next to the airport where we will be doing uh, hourly games and giving away prizes, which I believe will be giving away uh, copies of the game for whoever wins the games every hour on the hour for all day Saturday at the Gem State Gaming Convention. And you can find all the information at pacifist.net. Cool, cool. Naki, why don't you wrap things up for us? What have you been getting into and what are you planning on getting into? Um, so Wednesday I went to, I was surprised by my friends and I went to my very first K-pop concert. Um, I went and saw Monsta X, who is um, popular for their song Hero, but they're a pretty, pretty dancey uh, rap K-pop group. Uh, the quote unquote bad boys because they drink and they swear. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it, it's a it's a thing. Um, they're American teenagers. Yeah, basically. <laughs> well, except they're all they're all in their their mid to late 20s. So kind of. Um but that was so much fun. It totally took me back to, to when I used to go to, to pop concerts as a kid. And uh, it was it was just a lot of fun. Um, on top of that, and my friends are great. Like, they surprised me by going out to dinner. And we got, like, milkshakes. And, you know, it's just, like, it wasn't anything I was expecting for any, way, for any reason. And um, it was a surprise early birthday present for me. Um, been hitting the gym pretty hard this week. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I'm back to lifting weights. They're light weights because I don't want to re-injure myself, but I'm back to lifting. Um, and on top of that, still doing keto, even though I just said I had milkshakes this week. Um, but uh, the other thing that happened this week was um, I went out to dinner with my friend Yen. And for those of you who have followed any of my stories with Yen, um, he is known as my PR buddy. Because generally, when we eat together, we PR on how much food we eat. Um, his personal favorite that he um, he uh, ate three sushi boats full of sushi. Um, wow! Well, with me, uh, he has not been able to replicate that. Um, 
but like yesterday we it was boyfriend and yen and i and we ordered the tour of mexico we went to this place called uh, mi hacienda and it's basically they bring out a tiny grill that is just covered in meat and they're like okay eat that <laughs> and it was steak chorizo uh grilled pork chicken and shrimp and um, challenge accepted challenge accepted it was gone it was gone by the three of us what we was this it. place called mi hacienda oh that sounds good uh, so whenever you guys <laughs> want to come into chicago i'll take you and we'll all eat a lot of meat <laughs> it was also national- no um <laughs> it was also national ice cream day yesterday so we went and got ice cream afterwards even though we were all already hurting from the <laughs> amount of food that we ate we still ice went cream ice help. cream ice cream uh, will settle the stomach <laughs> <laughs> and then uh uh, also went to a little Japanese market called Mitsua yesterday. Got a lot of tempura. Obviously, this weekend, this week, I have not been good on my diet, but I generally do my best. Um, but uh, we went to Mitsua, had tempura, had uh, got some uh, crepe cake, which if you don't know what crepe cake is, it is literally 25 to 50 crates stacked on top of each other. But in between each crepe is pastry butter or pastry oh, cream oh, or oh, chocolate oh. or whatever. So we got pastry cream ones. Um, How long does it take to work that off? Oh, God. Years. <laughs> probably. Seven years. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. <laughs> it's crepes stacked on, on cake glue. That yeah. sounds amazing. <laughs> it's really good. They also have a really chocolatey one. Um, but I, even I thought the chocolate one was too rich where I was like, Jesus Christ, my teeth are falling out. Um Wow. Yeah, it was good, though, uh, regardless. Um, on top of that, I've uh, been practicing a lot of Korean. I am officially into level 8 in the Memorize app. Um, I, I am still not very good by any means, but I'm I'm starting to be able to read a little bit better. Um, and uh, I'm still messing up, like, end words, and that's what's getting me frustrated, because, like, Chongsi today, Doyeo, Boyeo, see, boyeo. It's not doyeo. It's boyeo because their D's and their B's are different than ours. So, <laughs> I uh, I'm learning. It's a slow process. Bear with so me. What what you just said? What does that mean? Uh, what is your name? What is your name? Yeah. Uh, Donde es el baño? Where is the bathroom? Uh, you have to know like the basic things like when you go to a different country anyway. So it's like, hello, goodbye, please, thank you, and where is the bathroom? Or usually the five phrases you want to know. And yeah, then in the were... Navy, I got Spanish down to three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's dos veces por favor, donde esta banjo en cuanto? How yeah. much? If you can say how much, that'll get you through almost anything. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to throw a fuck you in there somewhere. Nah. Well, I, I know enough to say that I'm not, I don't speak Spanish. No habla español. Peace. Peace between worlds is universal, Willie. Fair enough. Peace among uh, worlds. Peace Whatever. among worlds. And then today we're going to the White Sox game. Yay. Yay. Uh, but I'll be going to this game today. And then in August, I will be at the Cubs versus uh, Toronto Blue Jays. So, And then probably more White Sox games because that's just what happens. My godmother is like, hey, I'm not here. Have some tickets. Okay. Let me go. <laughs> you can free baseball tickets. Yeah, I, I'm in walking distance of White Sox, so I don't even have to pay for parking. Like, we just walk over there. There you go. It's great. Uh, Nokia, I do have something to add for you. Yeah. Uh, this will this probably make you forgive me for everything about this episode. Will just it? this episode, not the rest of it. Will it? Uh, I watched something yesterday. I told you I was going to watch it. Moana. You did it! And I'm going to let you in on something. Uh, sorry for the sexicidium, but you, it paints the picture. You get it. I cried like a little girl throughout the whole movie. 
Good. <laughs> that movie gives me um, uh, homesick feelings. So, yeah, it's a. They did a really. They. I mean, there's still some things that I'm like, yeah, that wouldn't really happen. Like Moana being a chief of a town, but or yeah. of a village, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it hit the Pacific Islands pretty good. Did, did, does that forgive me for this entire episode? No, but I mean, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> that works. So, guys, I think that is going to wrap us up for this week. Don't forget, we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over on Geeks.Live. Just head on over to that page. We'll have one of our video streams embedded there and links to all of the other ones so that you can watch us wherever we may be appear on the internet. Uh, don't forget, there's a bunch of live content you can check out on Geeks.Live. I think today at 1 p.m. is Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think then also... At 6 p.m. is the Starling Tribune, and then at 9 p.m. is Pop Xcast. So just keep coming back to Geeks.Live for some live content tomorrow. But please, please, please do come back tomorrow, 8.45 p.m. Eastern, for the episode 200 of the official GunnaGeek.com show. So any final words as we get out of here? I see Willie has a perfect last word, so we'll let him go last. Anyone? I was going to say, I did have one thing I forgot about. I got a like and a wee treat from uh, Jay Moore on an article he wrote to Ooh. and about uh, David Smalley after he was on the uh, Dogman Debate podcast. Um, Jay Moore, for those that don't know, is uh, a converted Christian, and he has had a lot of good talks on his podcast with uh, uh, known atheists like uh, uh, Penn Jillette and uh, David Smalley being one of them. And he wrote this fantastic article about like the two viewpoints being able to talk and not yell at each other and the idea of what it is that an atheist gets by trying to convert someone away from religion. Fantastic article. I read the whole thing, loved it and responded back to Jay Moore. That it was a really good article and people should go check it out. It's on my uh, Twitter account. It's on Jay Moore's as well. I got two things to ask about that. Jay Moore, that's the comedian, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was, a, he was in a, what, Polly? I love that movie with the, po- the little parrot. Uh, and uh, two, how can Pendulet have an argue, have like a discussion without yelling? That's just he's, his style. He's really good at it. Yeah, there's an episode <laughs> where he came on Jay Moore's More Stories, and they basically talk religion for an hour, and it's a fantastic episode. He's anybody really that wants an actual, thank you. Anybody that wants to listen to an actual you know discussion and not two sides yelling at each other, go check it out. It was a really good episode. As I love you, I have to pee so bad. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> So that was, a, that was an awesome last word. Uh, <laughs> where's your last word, Willie? Penis Parker. Uh, Shut up, Willie. Right. That works. See you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel three of the Alpha Geek radio app, and over to our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us, atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com, on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. 